Hello, everyone, and welcome to Define. I'm excited to have you guys back. We had our first official interview with Kelsey earlier this week, and after her amazing story of perineal depression and her struggles with that, the trait that she highlighted that she had to learn and develop was self-awareness. Now, this is a super fun topic. I'm not being sarcastic at all. It's really intense. There's a lot of stuff on self-awareness and there's a few interesting reasons why. Just a quick heads up, all of these, like the Define Resilience podcast and the Define Self-Awareness podcast, all of these ones where we're actually diving into character traits, I'll also have down on my blog, kayleespeaks.com slash blog. And it's there because I cite a lot of articles and case studies and mention videos all of that stuff is in a blog post dedicated to these terms. So if there's something you want to check out or anything like that, go there and you'll be able to see all the links to everything I'm mentioning here. Anyway, so self-awareness. The reason I bring this up is because there's a lot of great content on self-awareness out there. It was a really hot topic back in 2018. It was a huge buzzword for corporate leadership. And although other traits have taken the spotlight in that sphere, it's still an important topic. And thankfully, a lot of great sources have been put together on the topic due to its fad phase. Now, I think self-awareness, emotional intelligence, all of them, you can get into the nitty gritty, but self-awareness in particular went big. Person I really recommend following for this topic of self-awareness is Tasha Urich. She did a really great article in the Harvard Business Review. You can find that link in the blog post. She also has a TED talk on the subject, and we'll talk a little bit about her findings and others. So what is the general idea of self-awareness? It's a better understanding of ourself and how people perceive us. But is it really that simple? In a way, it is. However, there are a lot of nitty-gritty details that can be focused on for both the awareness of ourselves, who we are, what makes us tick, our values, principles, what have you, and how aware we are of how people actually perceive us. And they're both important parts of self-awareness. So let's focus on understanding yourself first. So what does it mean to understand yourself and what does that look like? First of all, when I do research these topics, obviously I Google it. But the thing that I thought was hilarious and awesome is I found a WikiHow article on this topic. Now, I'm not going to just cite that. There were a lot of other great studies, but... I just think it's awesome how WikiHow seems to have an article for everything. But regardless, when we decide that it's time to better understand ourselves, things start to happen. We can get overwhelmed with trying to figure out what led us to be, who we are, for good and bad. That being said, there are a lot of benefits to taking the time to understand who we are. Here are some abilities that people who understand themselves tend to have. Increased empathy. You're more capable of caring about others when you care about yourself. Decision-making is way easier. It's like when you choose brand values for your company. If an opportunity doesn't work with your brand, it's an easy no. If it matches, it's an easy yes. Same works with you as an individual. If there's something in your life that doesn't match with the values that you are trying to have, then it's an easy no. But if you don't know what your internal values are, then there's really no easy yes or no because you still haven't figured out what you are and what's important to you yet. The other aspect of this is understanding other people and how people perceive us. Understanding the impact we have on the people around us is a skill in and of itself. 
Most of the articles I found were on understanding the ways that your coworkers perceived you. I'll probably dive more into that topic personally since I am a director and I want to help my team and understand how to best help my team. And part of that is how I'm perceived as a manager. Before this particular podcast, I'll focus on the general concepts and that can apply to work, but I'm also wanting to include what we can get out of it. So do you know how people perceive you? Here are some things you can do to help you get started. Take a personality test. I'm not, I know, I know some of you are rolling your eyes thinking, why on earth would I take a personality test? But hear me out. And I'm a little obsessed with personality tests, not because they're always accurate, but because it's always a fun conversation with the person after the fact. Like when you're dating someone or it's your family, when you take the personality test, it's a big deal. So for example, I had my whole family take the Enneagram test. Super interesting. It's spelled E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M. It's nine different types and there's a breakdown of all of it. Super fascinating. Highly recommend. But after my whole family had taken it, we had a really cool conversation afterwards. And these are my parents and my siblings. For example, as we were like reading our personality types and all the different pieces that go along with that, because obviously their articles are going to like, oh, what kind of house will you have? And how are you in a relationship? You know, all that fun stuff. It was really interesting to hear, oh, that's definitely you. Oh, that part's off. It was it was this whole conversation because everyone was intrigued to learn more about themselves, but also get an, a better idea of what the, who the people were around them. And even if it was off, even if it's like, ah, that doesn't really match you, it was still a conversation. Like you actually had a conversation about how people worked and how they perceived how you worked, how you perceived how you how you work. It was just it's just really fun. So I don't care what it is, MBTI, Enneagram, whatever gets you to talk and has a lot of resources and fun like memes and articles to kind of break down your type. I have a whole Pinterest board dedicated to mine. I'm an ENTJ, that's my MBTI. And I'm a type eight on the Enneagram. So I have tons of stuff like what? And it, it's so, it can be so fun and so silly. Like I'll go into like your greatest strength and also what Disney villain are you? It's, it's a lot of fun. I, I highly recommend it. It's a fun conversation. The other thing other than like taking a personality test is ask for feedback from people close to you. Now, this can be hard and you may want to test on something that will ease you into this process to see if you're ready for it. It's hard not to get defensive when someone is giving you feedback that you don't like. It just is what it is. But if you remember the goal is to improve, then it will be easier. There is another article in the Harvard Business Review by Christy Hedge. It actually breaks down a full process on how to do this. Like she says, you need five people. These are criteria you have. This is how you run the conversation. It goes super in depth. So if this is something that you want to pursue, I would 110% recommend reading her article. Those were the main ones that I found. There were some others, but it just didn't hit me as like, eh, I don't know if that's specifically self-awareness. It, again, a lot of this stuff was for corporations and companies. If you think of anything else that I didn't mention that helps you understand how other people perceive you, then let me know. Um, and let me know if you have any others that come to mind. So Tasha Yurik, like I mentioned earlier, she has a quote that's from her TED Talk, which is on YouTube, which is great. She says, the search for self-awareness never, ever stops. Life goes on. It's up to us to learn and grow from our mistakes and our tragedies and our successes. So what is the next step? Now we have an idea 
of what self-awareness has the potential to do and a basic idea of what it is. But what's the next step in your self-awareness journey? According to Tasha Yurik, asking what instead of why is the exact kind of question we should be asking ourselves. She states that we need to not ask why. That puts us at a dead end. But instead, we need to ask what. For example, instead of why are my kids acting like this, which I have asked many times, it would be what happened that led my kids to act like this. So it it doesn't just throw out, oh my gosh, why am I dealing with this? It's what happened that is making me deal with this or what led to this? What led to me being so stressed out? It, It puts you in an analytical mindset and super good tip. I've been practicing it ever since I read this and listened to her talk. I'm going to obviously be giving another couple weeks, but I'll have to do a follow-up on my Facebook page or something and go, okay, yeah, this is working or it's not working. But having the what versus why in mind, there is a chart that's on the blog post um, that kind of breaks down where you're at. But basically, according to Dr. Tasha Yurik, there are four self-awareness archetypes. And there's four different places you can be. So you have internal self-awareness, which is a skill in and of itself, knowing where you are, what's important to you, all that jazz. Then you have external self-awareness, how aware you are of other people. So if you have high internal self-awareness and high external self-awareness, you're aware. You know who you are, what you want to accomplish. You seek out and value others' opinions. This is where leaders begin to fully realize the benefits of self-awareness. Okay. And again, this is meant for corporate, but I believe this applies to your personal life as well. Now, if you have high external self-awareness, but low internal self-awareness, they call that pleasers, where you can be so focused on peering a certain way to others that you could be overlooking what matters to you. Over time, this group tends to make choices that aren't in service of their own success and fulfillment. So you're too worried about other people. Now, if you have low external self-awareness, but high internal self-awareness, you're called an introspector. You're clear on who you are, but don't challenge your own views or search for blind spots by getting feedback from others. This can harm relationships and limit success. If you think that you know everything and don't strive to understand other people or figure out how you're coming across, then... You're just kind of stuck on your own strength. And as strong as a lot of people are, you can only get so far on your own. Now, if you're low on awareness in general, internal, external, they're called seekers. You don't know who you are, what you stand for, how the people around them see themselves. They might feel stuck or frustrated with their performance and relationships. I think we've all been there. And we've probably been there multiple times. It's where you just feel lost. You're like, what? What now? So I think it's a good place to start with self-awareness. Like, okay, well, where am I actually at? And if internal is easier, do internal. If external is easier, do external. The the point is strive to be self-aware. I do not consider myself a super self-aware person. I think in certain ways I am, but I know in other ways I'm definitely not. I plan on researching this topic more in depth, period, In addition to the research that I already found, I know there are things I want to do to put in practice, especially in particular that asking what versus why. 
And increased empathy is also something that stands out most at this point with the just trying to understand other people a lot more, not just how I'm perceived, although that's something else I can work on. I'm pretty confident in who I am, but I do struggle being intentional with asking for feedback. I've, I've surrounded myself with people that give constant feedback, but I haven't gone out of my way to develop that. That's just kind of happened. Um, but the other aspect of increasing empathy for other people is kind of why I started my podcast. I, I know I'm a person who goes through life like it's the Kaylee show. That's not going to help me strive to become a more evolved person. I, I, you know, you see my website and everything, it's covered with pictures of me. And, and part of that was I knew if I got brand photography, I knew that I would, okay, well, that, that was a big investment. I feel confident. Let's go for it. Um, but the other aspect to this whole idea of define is getting to know other people. And I'm hoping by getting to know other people, I get to know myself a little better, or at least get out of my own mindset and views, you know, get out of that, you know, high internal awareness, get more into high external awareness. Hopefully I'm, if I, I hope I'm an introspector, I may be a seeker, but I hope I'm clear on who I am but I'm trying to get to know other people better. What do you think is something I would love to hear from you guys where you think you are? I'll, I'll share this chart on my Facebook page. Um, and I'd love to know, I'd love to know where you think you're at. Are you super aware? Are you really good at understanding your, like hearing external self-awareness? Are you more internal? I, I would just love, I would love to hear where you're at and what you're trying to do to develop that part of who you are. I'm excited for the next episode. We'll be interviewing someone else who's fantastic, and I can't wait to see what they say. If you guys know of anyone who you think, you know what, this person would be fantastic, they have a great story, or you just feel like they'd be a great fit and you'd love to hear from them, let me know. I, I'm all about self-promotion, don't get me wrong, so if you think you'd be a great fit, that's A-okay, but I would... Just know that I'm going to give higher priority to those who are nominated. Just because I've met a lot of people who would never volunteer themselves for something like this. And that was my first interview. And that's actually my next interview. Like these are not people who rose their hand and volunteered. These are people that I've interacted with and knew they had an impactful story. So I'm hoping that you guys do the same. If you know someone that you know is going to have a great story and have a great impact, I want to hear I want to hear the people that are impacting you, and I'd love to have a chance to interview them. But thank you so much. Please follow me to get the links to all the cool videos and articles I mentioned, and also check out that chart. Have a great day, guys.